you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello, welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Colleen Ballinger. You're the one. And you are? Eric. One of these days, you will introduce yourself. I did. I without did. being I prompted. Oh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> One of these I days. I don't know someday. about that. Maybe there'll be an episode where like, what? I just don't say anything and just see how long it takes. I've done an episode by myself before. I know. It was great. It was not. It was so good. It was one of my favorites. Um, what do you mean? Like we start and you just don't say anything and see what happens. Yeah, I think there, it would just be like silence silent for a very for, long time for an hour. You're, you're okay with silence. Yeah, that's wild. I appreciate it. Oh, you, I oh, hate it. I appreciate it in my lonesome. I appreciate it in a friendship, in a relationship. I think it's a sign of like comfort ability with a person. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't feel a need to fill silences. Mm-hmm. With uh, jibber jabber. Except for when you're going to sleep. You want sound when you go to sleep. Oh, like a sound machine? Or are you talking about me snoring? No, I mean, you watch a TV show. Like you have a TV show playing. That's just like for my brain. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why I don't like silence. It's for my brain. I hate silence. Right. Like we get in the car and he will have like no radio, nothing. Just the sound of the car and your own breath. I think it's important to think. Sometimes, and I've heard before that you're supposed to like make time for thinking during the day on a walk, on a drive yes. so that you're not overthinking at night. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. That's important. I think you are actually a hundred percent correct and much more healthy than I. I, I, there's like a quote, Mr. Rogers did a quote once, like, or he, well, he didn't do a quote. He was just talking. So it is he a just quote. talked. Yeah. <laughs> You can just say I'm quote to quote Mr. Rogers. Oh, well, I can't quote it because I don't remember what exactly oh, it said, but it was to like- paraphrase, To paraphrase, to paraphrase Mr. Rogers. He was talking about this and he, he made some comment about like how he wishes the world was more comfortable with silence yeah. and how important it is to be silent and yeah. um, not enough people are silent and listening and how important yeah. that is. You're so uncomfortable with silence that you, when you are alone, you talk- to yourself. Yes, I do. In fact, I heard it last night. I was doing um, laundry <laughs> and our laundry machine is like above your office. Uh-huh. And I can just hear, oh, no, not that. Oh, yeah. And you were like, it wasn't like a conversation, but it was like, <laughs> it was muttering. You mutter, you mutter to yourself. Oh, no, uh, I also talk to myself. When isolated. Um, yeah. But I don't think that's because, maybe it's because I can't handle silence, but I think it's also like my thoughts don't work if they're just in my brain. Like, oh, go on. I, they, well, I mean, my, my thoughts are kind of always a mess, but like. So your narrated thoughts in your head. Yes. I feel like I can't. Are best read aloud. Yes. They okay. need to be read aloud to class. Like I do so much better with my thoughts if I say them out loud or write them down. Like they have to come out of the brain. They can't just sit mm-hmm. in there. They need to come out of it. Because you, you can't make sense of them in there. It's like. There's too, no, I can make there's sense of them. There's too much going on that like it's like it's all overlapped. No, no, no. So if you well, get yes, it out. Too. If you get it out. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on in there. So it's like, yeah, that. But also I think it's just like once I like talk something out, you know, like mm-hmm. with someone or whatever, it's like then it's like then it can be settled as opposed to like even if I'm just saying out loud the same thing that's already in my brain, then it's like out of my brain and it's not just festering in there. You know what I mean? Anyway, I don't so, know do you think this is what makes you like a natural at like video diaries? Yes. Essentially. Yes. 100%. Because I'm just talking to myself all day. Right. Because for me, I people, couldn't but, not in a million years. Oh, uh, it's, it's like all whenever I have any emotion, happiness, sadness, excitement, fear, anything, I'm like, I need to talk about this. So like whether right. I was filming myself or not. You're still talking to yourself, essentially. Well, it's better. And you're alone. Yeah. But I feel like that's why. I mean, we don't have to get into all this, but like, that's why it was such a big part of my therapy in the last year was like, my uh-huh. therapists were like, Hey, keep filming yourself, even though you're not posting anywhere because like, you need to get these feelings out of your brain because you're yeah. going crazy. Cause if they all stacked up in there, it wasn't good. What would happen? Well, you don't know. We don't want to know Explosion. the answer to that. Explosion. Anyway, who needs to relax it other than my own brain? <laughs> uh, are you asking me? You're asking me to, to go first? Yeah, do you want to go first? You're asking me to initiate relaxes? Unless you want me to. I can. Um, I had therapy this week. How'd it go? It was fine. It's, it, was it was fine. It was high and expensive, <laughs> and, uh, but it was fine. Uh, but one thing, I've have, I have trouble sleeping. I'm not like a great bedtime person. Yeah. And, and one thing that my uh, therapist as a tool challenged me to do 
was to have a technology bedtime. Yeah. Um, and I have found that this is very hard to do. Yeah. Because what, what this person said was essentially give yourself an hour to two hours before you go to sleep, give your brain a break and, and to get it ready for sleep by not looking at any screens. Screens would be computer screens, telephone, TV screens, TV screens, uh, no emails, no texts, no apps, no whatever for like an hour to preferably two hours before bedtime. Um, How's that going? It's not going great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the thing is, like, by the time uh, the day is done and we get the kids to sleep, I only have that like two hour window. And I love uh, to unwind with garbage television. Right. Or television. I love TV. Mm -hmm. And so the idea of having a technology bedtime, plus uh, we'll communicate via text sometimes like uh, the baby monitor. I would would count that as a screen. That's Mm -hmm. a screen, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a display Mm -hmm. at least. Right. Um, I just think it's, it's, it's difficult for me to have any time where I can decompress into myself. And then if I take the screens out of that, what am I doing? Well, then you get Reading no time. A book. I know. Right. Uh, and I, you know, uh, I've, we've talked about that last episode. Um, I, I could, but, uh, she, she described as, you know, you're doing your bedtime routine. Like you have to, you're training, you're training your bed for a bedtime routine. So you take away the screens and then it's like, what routine? I don't what? know. I brushing don't know. Your teeth? How long does that take? Saying, like, yeah, brush your teeth. A minute. Uh, exactly. What? Like, yeah. However long you're brush supposed to brush your again? teeth for. Like, um, and then I don't, I don't know. What else would you, would one do? Well, see, I don't think there's just, your therapist is the person that you should listen to. And certainly not the mess of a mind that is me. Right. Um, but I feel like there's different, uh, tactics for everyone. I think you should try whatever she says, but also like that it might not be the thing that works for you. There might be something else. Like, I think you're right that you don't get to have your me time the whole day. And so yeah. if you're me, if you want to spend your me time watching a TV show, like if you take that away too, then what's your me time? You know, you're reading a book, like you said, something you don't like doing. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's funny to me that it's come to this because I will do all the other things. I'll like, okay, I'll eat healthy. I'll exercise. Like I'll, you know, exhaust myself throughout the day. Or my days are exhausting. And then it, and it'll be a very full long day. And I didn't sleep much the night before, obviously, because as I've described, I have a trouble sleeping. So then it gets to this night and I've had terrible, I should be exhausted. And yet still I can't fall asleep. And that the solution that like from this professional isn't like, um, I don't know. Like I would just want to be hit in the head with a hammer and, you know, but I don't think but, she's going to suggest but that. But instead it's like, uh, we're going to have just the phrase when she said technology bedtime, I cracked up and I, and like thinking that she'd be like, yeah, I know. Isn't this hilarious? But like, it wasn't like, I mean, yeah. that's, I feel like that's something we would say to our, our five-year-old yeah. son is that, you know, it's, you need to, it's nighttime routine. We do have that. We have nighttime routine. Yeah, and, he, and he doesn't, yeah. I mean, I guess it works for him because he, you know, generally passes out around like eight thirty nine. 9. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think I'd rather just watch TV. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's gotta be other solutions here. <laughs> right. And they're drugs. <laughs> like no. I kind of want, I kind of want to be like, when she said that, I was like, well, technology bedtime, sure. But like, what about uh, like drugs? You aren't, we're not, you're not promoting drugs here now. Not like hardcore drugs. I just mean like science, sleep science. Sure. But I, also- should, I should say that like, um, I've gone to the sleep section of CVS or, you know, whatever, where they have every kind of like melatonin, et cetera. Um, ashwaga, chamomile, you name it. And it's like, it's no match for your brain, my brain going like, let's, uh, let's talk about and worry about all those things that CBT baby didn't happen or won't happen. You just got to get in there and CBT. Is that a drug? Did you say CBD or did you say CBT? CBT. Oh, I think you said CBD. No, it's like CBD. CBD. uh, No, CBD works great for a lot of people. So I've heard, but Uh I know I was saying CBT. Oh, you're talking about cognitive behavioral therapy? Yes. If mm-hmm. you do it right and you get a good therapist to help you out with it. 
Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's yeah. helpful. Uh, we're doing work. I got a work. I got my first like homework assignment, like real, like what I thought looked and felt like a homework assignment in like 20 years. Did you do it? Uh, much like in <laughs> high school. Uh, <laughs> Well, there hasn't been like an instance where I'm like, oh yeah, there totally has been. Um, yeah, I should, I should fill that out. I couldn't find a pen. <laughs> My dog ate it. Uh, it's in here somewhere. Well, I love you. I, I guess we're a therapy podcast now. It's just, I honestly, I just, yeah, I just, maybe if we called it something different other than technology bedtime. Yeah, let's not like, call it that. Like screens go night night. That's cuter. <laughs> Or maybe that doesn't work for you. And there's some, maybe it's like, there's something else you can do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I find lovely about um, us having this as our date night and these, these like conversations that at the time seem insular. Sometimes you'll tell me that you saw someone write something and it's like, and it's honestly helpful. So like maybe someone um, who also is a qualified an accredited therapist. <laughs> can leave a comment? Can leave a comment? <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, the real Maybe they therapy. have a let's background assume, in neuroscience. You know what's really good therapy is reading comments. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and there's something helpful in that. Yeah. It'll certainly do something to your brain, that's right. for sure. Um but I guess yeah. But uh <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just I just it tick it tickled me. Technology bedtime. Yeah. Oh that's, my. that's funny on a lot of different levels. Well, that certainly needs to relax. That's for sure. I have so many relaxes, lovey. Do you? Do you want to hear one of mine? It's not about therapy though. Uh, okay. I'd love to hear one I of I have yours. so many different ones. Which one am which I going to pick? pick? I don't know. Um, I was going to pick one that was like about, it was about you, love, you know, but I think I'm not going to do that one. Cause I have one that might be more interesting than one that's about you. Something Maybe meaner? Both. meaner? Okay. No, not meaner. No, well, you not had, to you. You had the look. No, no, no. I just, it's, uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm just really fascinated by this other one. I'd rather talk about this one first. Okay. Sure. I had never thought about my adult life until. Your adult um, life? My adult life. In my adult life until I saw um, a couple of videos about it on TikTok. Have you ever thought about how whales need to breathe air? You and whales these days. I know. I guess I'm on narwhal talk these days. But like marine animals breathe air, right? Marine animals. Yes. Like dolphins. Mammals? Aquatic mammals? Aquatic mammals. Sure. Yes. They breathe air because they're mammals, right? Uh, Yeah. They need. Yeah. But like. They don't have gills. Really think about that. They have to come up. They live in water. Right. But they breathe air. Like someone messed up. Like someone didn't make that. Right. That doesn't make yeah. any sense because they have to come up for water all the time or for well, air I'm sure all the there's time. Benefits to that for their survival as a species. Right. Well, the, well to breathe like they're right. But like, but think about this sleep. Yeah. How often do you think a whale and a dolphin has to come up for air? How often? Yeah. I'm sure it can be anywhere from hours to, to days for some things. No love. Is it like 20 minutes? That's what's crazy. No. Dolphins, I think it was like 10 minutes is the most. You don't know. I Googled it. Right. And 10 minutes. I listen, this is what's crazy. They they live in the freaking ocean. Dolphins are able to hold their breath for several minutes, but typically they breathe about four or five times every minute. Deep diving whales, such as sperm whales, uh, may go well over an hour between breaths, but uh, usually... Uh, like humpback whales have been known to hold their breath for up to an hour. Um, But on average, we find uh, that humpback whales go down for a dive ranging between four to seven minutes and come up again for, uh, for about six to eight breaths and repeat the process for, so for every four to seven minutes. Well, like we're in the air, right? But every, but we need to be hydrated. So we have to take a drink. We have this big water jug right right here. Mm -hmm. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if once every hour or Four to six minutes. You have to take a sip. Or four of, to six days. Four to, you have to take a sip of, of water. I mean, they're just. I mean, they're at surface level. Lovey. Mo, the ones we're talking about are surface level. I mean, you're not talking about like like seals or sea lions or walrus. You're, you're talking specifically the about ones that live in whales the water. and dolphins. Well, yeah. So they like they always have, but they're yeah they like to jump out and take a breath and, and get this. Okay. How do they sleep, love? How do they breathe in their sleep? Riddle me this. Do they just take little naps? Pretty much. Listen to this. Oh gosh, she has facts. So, 
How do whales sleep without drowning or being attacked, right? I, this is what uh, I Googled. Yeah. If they were unconscious, which means being fully asleep, they would not breathe and would drown. So they have solved the problem with unhemispheric sleep. That is, they shut down only one half of the brain at a time, keeping one half conscious and breathing. So basically what I'm reading is that whales and dolphins sleep like moms. I was, gonna, I was just going to say like me, I would, that's <laughs> especially piggybacking on what I just said. Like that seems relatable. Cause like sometimes I'll be like, I, I can't sleep. And you'll be like, you were just sleeping. And I wouldn't feel like it because yeah. I think half my brain was asleep hemispherically. Yeah. And Isn't then the other crazy? half was like worried about what's all the things I got to do the next day. The only times I even slightly sleep well is if like, like when we're on our trip, uh, um, up to see the Lions game, which we have to talk about. Yeah. Um, I, in there, I slept a little bit better than I usually do because I wasn't with the kids. Babes, so I wasn't yeah. like waking up at every sound, like what, which kid needs me, what's happening. There wasn't but any, I, I need this or nightmares well, or whatever. I still yeah. did. Like there was like three or four times I woke up through the night going like, where am I? And then I was like, okay, I'm not with the kids and go back to sleep. But like when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, whales and dolphins are always tired, just like parents. <laughs> so they don't, they don't have like a, like a sleep. They don't sleep like eight hours. Well, I mean, they're, and I feel well, like, maybe they do. I feel like what it sounds like is that they've, they've evolved that way. So yeah, I wouldn't, the way that humans sleep and ram and all that, it doesn't apply to them for, I guess not. I don't know. But then I had all, and that my brain's going crazy but with I've questions. Never, but I, yeah, I've never questioned this, but like, really nor think would I, but it's you did. Crazy. Of course, because like someone messed up someone somewhere, whether it be whatever you believe in, if it, sorry, no offense, big guy upstairs or, or mother nature or evolution or whatever you believe in, you get to choose the, the question you're posing this to listener, but like, come on, you messed that one up. Mm. You, you, there's an animal that's like living in the ocean, mm -hmm. but you make it breathe air. I feel like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like a can bit. a whale drown? Can a dolphin drown? Yeah. That's crazy. Cause we can't suffocate. I guess if you like stop, there's air. not, there's not aquatic animals that live on land, you know? Right. But it's, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like it's weird. I feel like it doesn't make any sense that they, that they live in the water, but they breathe air. I feel like it doesn't make any sense. I feel like there's so many things and they went so many ways once like a, a small amphibious creature decided to crawl up on land and eventually evolve into all these other different land dwelling species. Do you think that's what it was? Do you think they decided? Do you think one day an animal was like, I think I want to go on that sand. I think that's nice. what I understand from science is, and it's always like a little, like it's like a half lizard, half fish and it crawls up and you're like, and that's what happened. And yeah. that's good thing. Um, I wasn't there. It sounds very confusing. But where were you? I, I wasn't even, I hadn't evolved yet, I guess, or been created or whatever you believe. But the other thing I was oh, thinking then. about, I thought you meant like when you learned about but this, no, listen, this is the other thing that's crazy. Then I started thinking about all these other questions. Like I'm on like cruise ship, TikTok. Don't ask. I've been watching all about all like the, the, you know, the North sea, the uh -huh. yo ho, all that stuff. Sure. I've been watching huge big waves and cruise ships and all this stuff lately. And so then I started thinking when I was pondering these questions about whales and dolphins, okay. I said, are you, are you adjust? Are you uncomfortable? No, I'm fine. Um, you're just like, oh, she's talking <laughs> no, a long time about I this. I feel like I was like, just, yeah, I, yeah, no, I no. think I need to just move my arm. You can do whatever Thanks. you need to do, but okay. What about in a huge, crazy storm where the waves are like crazy mm -hmm. and high and like huge swells and splashing everywhere? Like, how does a whale and a dolphin come up for air in that situation or pouring rain? Can you breathe in the, when it's raining? Yes. Can you breathe when it's windy? Of course. Well, yeah. But like, there think you about go. when, if you are in, if you are in that water and you're yeah. the best swimmer in the world, like you wouldn't be able to like get air. I'm not the best swimmer compared relative to a dolphin, to a or, or, dolphin or, or a whale. I don't know. I just have like, does water get in them then? Like, does it go through? And then I was like, wait, so their blowhole, is that their mouth? Like, is that, that's the pathway to their lungs. So yeah. does their mouth, their mouth must not go to their lungs at all. It only collects, we should call your dad. What's with you? What do you mean? I think just, were you a science kid when you were younger? Absolutely not. Cause I feel like all of a sudden at this age, that you are, which we're not really sure of. You're like, I like rocks and I like <laughs> biology. No, it's that I, these are all the things that I think about in my brain. Marine biology. Uh -huh. um, my brain's always asking all these thousands of questions. I think that's good. 
And I just like, sometimes they come out of my mouth. Uh I think it's, I've always been like that, but I, it's not that I'm interested in want to know the science and biology of it. And like the intricate details, it's just like, I have these questions and I'm like, what? Oh yeah. I never, you know, like, should we call your dad? I mean, I know you, uh, I know you really, well, uh, people say we should call your dad. Do you think we should? Maybe we can ask him about what? Well, cause now I'm like curious. So their blowhole, I guess, would be connected to their lungs because that's how they get air, right? So then their mouth is not connected to the lungs. It would only be connected to their, like when we breathe in, it goes into our lungs, right? But our, we can breathe through our mouth, but we also eat through our mouth. So like they only eat through their mouth, right? And then their blowhole closes shut when they're underwater. I'm not calling my dad. I'm, I'm literally calling 911. Okay, shut uh, up. Okay, we're moving on. No, hold on. Dude. Hey, it's actually Dudette. Hey, Dudette. <laughs> I have a question for you. Sure, shoot. So um, this is very random, but I was just talking to Eric about whales. <laughs> okay. But um, since you seem to know the answers of everything and you had so many wonderful answers about narwhals, I've been thinking a lot more about whales. And oh so whales, I recently realized that, you know, they're obviously mammals, so they breathe air. And it, so right. they have to come up, you know, a certain amount of time to come and yeah. breathe air and they sleep. And then in their sleep, they're like coming up for air still because they're like half awake or something. But then I started thinking, so do they not when they open their mouth, they don't breathe through the, Do they only bl- breathe through their blowhole? Yes. Generally, yes. Now you have. There's probably conditions where they do stuff other than that, but here's it's a that's a very important point you you figured out because if you get if you get knocked out, you're going to start breathing again on your own even if you're unconscious. But imagine what would happen if you were a cetacean, a whale, or a dolphin, or whatever orca living in the ocean and you got knocked out. And you can't. You have to have you have to have conscious control of your breathing, something that you and I do not have. Um, so that they don't breathe when they sleep underwater. It's not it, what they do. Actually, most whales, at least the larger whales, sleep vertically. They're actually going up and down vertically in the water, and they they can because of the the differences in their blood. They they're like a baby infant. You can take a, a one week old human infant, and if it doesn't get oxygen for eight or ten minutes, which would kill you and I. They're fine because the hematocrit in their blood can hold a lot more oxygen per per blood molecule. Wait, an infant? A human infant, yeah. They're amazing. That's why this that's why this this aqua babies thing works. That you still have a diving reflex, the mammalian diving reflex, up to a couple months old, maybe six months. I, I haven't looked at it in a lot of years, but um, also, also, you have the same thing if you live at altitude, like in the Peruvian mountains or in uh, the Himalayas. Your blood, the, your blood um, values, the hematocrit in particular, will change. So you can, you know, at ten thousand feet, you're not going to be doing so good. But there's there's populations that live at ten thousand feet, um, which have adapted. So the whale, the whale has to have the cetacean, which covers, you know, whales, dolphins, orcas, all of those critters are air breathers, and they actually have to control whether or not they breathe because they live underwater where they can't breathe. Right. Um, which is which is pretty stupid if you ask me. Well not if you <laughs> No, no. I like your response when when I, I was talking about neurals that you go that you go, uh neurals don't exist. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I I was curious about I've I've been thinking about this a lot lately for who knows what reason. But I yeah. guess my narwhal the narwhal uh realization, you know, blossomed this beautiful interest in whales and uh, aquatic mammals. But I was curious and I was, the more I think about it, the more questions I have, and I know that your brain uh, knows everything. So, um, and I was correct. You did know everything about this. (laughs) No, but it's animal physiology. Actually, there's a book by, I'll tell you how I actually had to teach myself calculus. There's a book called animal physiology by a guy named Newt Philipson which has a dolphin on the front and to understand the um the the mechanics the respiratory mechanics and biology of dolphins and and cetaceous in general i needed some math skills that i didn't have this is actually after i learned my got my first master's degree so i went back and studied um whale physiology cetacean quite a bit to understand the mathematics not so much the physiology that's why i knew something about it well 
It's That's totally weird. That's amazing to me that you, I, you know more than anyone, I think, on this earth. <laughs> That's a ridiculous answer. I know. But, you know, I never made any money at it or anything, but uh, um, it was because I just didn't do the math early on. Wait, now I have anyway, another question. So, wait, you said whales and dolphins and orcas. Are orcas not a whale? Yeah, they're all they're all they're all part of cetacea. That's that's Cetace- the genus name. Actually, that's the familial name. Is they're cetaceans. Cetaceans. Um, they're all yeah. Cetaceans. A whale is uh, an orca. A manatee dolphins. is a manatee a cetacean. Um, no, a oh. manatee is a different kind of mammal. They used to the sailors used to think that they were um, mer- mermaids. Oh, wow, <laughs> that's pretty, not a very pretty, pretty mermaid. Ugly. No. <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty ugly, but the thing is, is if you've been at sea for like three to five years or seven years, um, a manatee might look pretty good to you. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Whoa, I'd, I'd have to be at sea a lot longer than that for it to be, <laughs> for it to be attractive to me. But um, Okay, well, thank you so much for your wisdom. Uh, sure. Thanks, Dad. One thing, when you guys say, you know, when you say smarts, um, it's not a matter of you know, when you don't know something, it's not a matter of smarts because you're plenty smart, uh, Colleen. It's it's a matter of edu- of just being educated, of knowing the facts. Two very, very different things. I know lots of people that are highly educated, but they're dumber. They're not smart. And some of the best, smartest people I ever met, some of the best musicians in math I ever saw was on a back porch or at a kitchen table. So, you know, I just... You know, I, I hope uh, I, most of my stuff is education. I wasn't very smart for the rest of my family. Who they're real smart and they're also psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, All right. Well, on. we love you. Yeah, Thank sure. you. Anytime you have questions, love you though. Right. Thank like, you. Love you, Dad. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Talk to you later. Sure. Bye. 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 It's funny. Wow. It's like. Wow. So when we, when we, when we say like, oh no, he knows everything about everything. Like he didn't, this isn't something, this isn't like his expertise. He's not, He's not like a whale. Yeah, no, no, no. Cetacean doctor. I have never talked to him about it before my life. You ask him, no. And you just ask him a random question and, and that's what it's. uh, He's incredible. That's every, by the way, guys, like. That's I, I could ask him anything about any subject. And he he's that's how he is. Like, he's that's, so incredible. I love him. And so he's been much. like that my whole life. Um, and everyone I've ever not. It's not just you. Everyone I've ever met, every friend I've ever had has always been like, whoa. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Well, and it's uh, we're not kidding. Like, I've n- I've never talked to him about sea creatures before. Or I sea think animals that was obvious. Or, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But like he just he, and he's yeah, he's just so I love Wonderful. him. And just so sweet and wonderful. And it's so true. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who are extremely educated. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't yeah, smart no. or education. That was just being very, very sweet. Well, I think, person, well, there's yeah. so much truth to say, like a smart person is just someone who wants to be educated. Like that is smart. It's smart mm-hmm. to be curious and like want to know answers and learn and want to learn. I think that's a, that was a very sweet way to put it. Kind of how, I mean, I didn't work the same way as I him. I think but you're like, crying. I probably am. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be the first time I cried because of your dad. I think in a good way, like yeah. your dad makes me cry because I think he's the sweetest, both your parents, your mom too. They're incredible. Um, anyway, uh, that was just fabulous. Can we end the podcast here? <laughs> no. I do have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you do. Okay. We'll take a pause, but, but we do need to talk about everyone's so excited to hear about the lions. Okay. So we really need to do a recap because we saw the lions championship game over the weekend. So we have yeah. to talk about it. If, if we, ha- if we have to, we really should, I think. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So mm-hmm. we need to talk about this. I'm going to read a few comments. I got some comments on, we got some comments here on the podcast, which we love the comments. So keep them coming there. You guys are just so wonderful. I love reading the podcast comments. Um, and I also got a few comments on my vlog because I did a whole vlog about our trip to uh, San Jose to see the Lions 49ers game. Mm. Was it San Jose? Is that Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Um, I and, think we and- stayed in. San Jose. Yeah. So anyway, we, we went up north and, and saw the big game uh, right before the Super Bowl, which is coming up next. The N, N, uh, NFC Championship game, yeah. NFC? Yeah. National Football Conference, yeah. What's the NFL then? National Football League. What's the difference? Uh, there's the AFC and the NFC. And there's essentially two conferences. And the winner of both conferences meets, conference. meets in the uh, Super Bowl, yeah. Like a boardroom meeting, like a conference. Yeah, it's a conference of teams. Sure, interesting. That's anyway. what they decided, I guess. Um, I wanted to read some of the comments from you guys about 
this stuff. Um, let's see. There's, I mean, there's so many comments. It's hard to pick which ones to even read, but, um, Sarah said first, love you two so much. And I'm so sorry. Spoiler alert. She didn't say that. I'm saying it, uh, but she said, I'm so sorry. The lion's lost. No, I think so people know. Sad. I don't think it's a spoiler. I Especially, know. I mean, I was I there. Know, so yeah. I know, I know. Okay. So some other comments. I'm so excited. This is something I said in my vlog, which Eric has not watched. He can't bring himself to watch it yet, but, I um, I, I said in the vlog, so excited just to get heartbroken at the end. Uh -huh. And, um, this person quoted that and said, we feel like this a lot as Lions fans, but what can you do? And, right. um, someone well, else said, yeah. well, hello to you. Yeah. I feel like it would take uh, as much as I could explain it to you. Uh, it would take a Lions fan to kind of understand the feeling of that, especially a long time one. Cause I've been one for like 30 something years. Yeah. So, um, and someone else said, when I woke up Sunday, the first thing I did was Google the outcome of the game. I don't even watch football, but Colleen has me invested. Um, what a season. We were sad here in Michigan, but they had a good run. Uh, I still love my Lions. At least we got next season. Um, just uh, Jessica said, I'm spin. 49ers fan and as excited as I am for my team to be going to the Super Bowl, I'm just as heartbroken for the Lions. It was a close game and it could have gone either way up until the very end. Love you. And then <laughs> this person said... I'm halfway through your vlog and all I can think is you have no idea what's yeah, about to hit well, you. <laughs> hindsight, hindsight, that must be pretty uh, interesting. And the comment before, I would say from my experience being there, uh, for the most part, for the most part, I would say a lot of the 49ers fans, like there was no like animosity, even when we were yeah. winning, it was like they were happy for the most part, for, for the most part. Yeah. And then, especially then when they won and Lions fans started pouring out of the stadium as 49ers fans stayed to watch their team, accept the NFC trophy and the confetti mm -hmm. fall and everything like that. As I'm walking up the aisle, like the, you know, it was all 49ers fans. They're like patting me on the yeah, back saying so like, sweet. good job. And one of the, and even when we were leaving a woman that worked at the, uh, at that stadium was like, to us, singled us out and was like, Hey, you guys should be proud. Yeah. Be so proud. They got uh, so far. Yeah, yeah. Like really good game. And, yeah. um, but so, uh, yeah. What do you, what do you want to ask? What did, what did, what do you, well, what? there's an, there's a comment about that, that I wanted to read too. Um, sure. the comment said, uh, it's from someone named cool pink and it was on my vlog. Okay. And, um, they said, I'm so shocked how different American football is different to British football, not meaning the sport, but if you go to any football match in the UK, the home and away teams have their own exits and entrances and seating to stop fights. Police are everywhere outside and inside the stadium. Love that. It seems your sport is more civil than us here at the UK. Now I wouldn't say I'm not a football expert, but I wouldn't say that it is more civil overall here in America, but it, it was depends. very civil there and we were nervous going into it for the most i mean like um there can be it's a sporting event people are emotional and aggro about it in some way certain people and they're you know these stadiums have liquor licenses and people tailgate so i mean there can be um drunk assholes anywhere essentially i mean i've heard more so about certain fandoms and stadiums like maybe like a philly Mm -hmm. Philadelphia, or if you were an opposing fan, you'd be less welcome or Dallas. I feel like I've heard that about too. There are some, or if it's like a rivalry, if it's like a big rivalry, which the 49ers and Lions aren't because we've Lions never- Lions isn't a rivalry of anybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> in our own conference, maybe you would say like either the Bears, Packers, or yeah, or like Vikings even, but like even- even still, I feel like it's pretty good. But this, yeah, for 49ers, I feel like they'd be mad if, if we were Seahawks fans a little bit more so, or Rams- fans because those also that's in their conference yeah there's no big thing but i have oh, i have heard that about british uk you know whatever football like um that 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 is a thing that there yeah. is france but there, that's also happened in, in american football yeah, but yeah it's, it's not as, as much too. of a thing um but i have i have heard that about yeah and i and we were we were well you were more nervous than i was but like um you know, there was nerves going in like, oh, are people going to like scream at us or something? But it was actually really funny. Like when we were walking to the game because we had to park like well over a mile away um, and paid premium for the parking. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, but we parked on the walk. It was, you know, mostly red jerseys and red clothes and we were wearing blue. Um, and what's funny is like the Lions fans were all so 
unbelievably on fire excited because yeah, I mean, we've like, never gotten this far before. Right. And I love how you say we now. We, like well, I've converted not we, you. I'm not saying like I've been a, a, a super big Lions fan this whole time. Like it's I don't okay. deserve. You've, mar- you've married into the misery. It's I know, okay. but I feel like I don't deserve to say it yet. Like I feel like I haven't in I haven't endured the misery for thirty plus years. So I can't say that. It's like it was like when I first started getting really into Taylor Swift. I felt like I couldn't say I was a Swifty until I like oh, truly understood everything about her and was super dedicated. Yeah. Like I was always a fan of Taylor Swift. So anyway, that's what I'm comparing it to. Is like I appreciate the Lions because of you, but I wouldn't say like my team or like you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, uh, it was funny because we were the the Lions fans were chanting and, you know, like, let's go Lions and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff and just so rowdy and so excited. They'd never done anything like this. We're the 49ers. Happy to be there. The 49ers, you know, they've been to this game many times and um, it was so exciting for them. I think three or four of the past five years they've made it to that game. Right. So it was funny because I was like, oh, no, people are chanting for the Lions on our walk to the stadium thinking we're going to get beat up like or something. Like I didn't know what to expect. And it was funny because the 49ers fans were like laughing and cheering along with them. They're like, okay, yeah, sure. Go Lions. Like it was almost like they pitied them. (laughs) They were like, oh, cute. You guys are excited. That's so cute. It's how it kind of felt. It was kind of like they were like, And then we came out, we smacked them in the mouth, man. And then they got super nervous. And then, um, I'm not going to say in true Lions uh, fashion or there's this phrase as a Lions fan, SOL, same old Lions. It wasn't, it's certainly not that because if it was same old, we wouldn't be in that game to begin with. But like, I will say that any and everything that could have gone wrong did for on all phases of the game for every player for the Lions uh, for the Lions and in the 49ers favor like starting with this one pass that should have been intercepted for 50 yards that instead bounced off a man's face and in a great play the 49ers receiver was was able to adjust that when that happened to me as a Lions fan I was like uh, and to hear that stadium erupt and the momentum shift, I was like, yeah, here we go. And I was, I wasn't, I was very, I wasn't like super upset. I was kind of just like stoic the rest of the way. Cause I just knew, I just had seen it so many times for so many years in a different way. Um, I think if I'd have not been there, I would have been way more upset or sad. Um, because just to watch it on TV here or whatever. So I'm very grateful to, for the experience of being there, even for, what people are saying is the most devastating loss in Lions history. I'm like, I'm, I'm glad that I was there. Um, did you say people were like, why are you, is he yeah, a Lions so I was gonna fan? Read that. I was going to read that, but okay. yeah, I, agree. I feel like it was if, for anyone who doesn't know anything about sports. Cause I certainly never have known anything about sports. Um, basically, and you don't know what happened at the game. The Lions played the 49ers. The Lions have, have never won many. They've never gone this far as far mm. as I can as far as I know, it's what you told me. They've been to this game once in 1993 but, right. or, or 1991. It had been a very long time, but they hadn't won a playoff game in 30 years. So, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. And they'd never been to the Super Bowl before ever. So, right. So it was very, very exciting. Yeah. And, um, it was a, a really fun and exciting game. We kind of went into it going like, well, they're not gonna, you know, not to jinx it. But we're like, I don't know how much of high hopes I had that they were going to win or anything. Um, but they immediately were playing incredibly and they were crushing the 49ers, the first half yeah. of the game. So but it's, I, it's the NFL and there's two halves and like that, this is, that's, that's why yeah, I, I know there's a lot of NFL games that, yeah, happen. I know, like but that. I'm just explaining for anyone who didn't see the game or know what happened here. So well, they the, played good and then they the did. The Lions were playing very well. And the, at halftime it was like, oh, are we, are they going to the Super Bowl? Like, yeah, is this we happening? Were, we were looking really at like Vegas. Like we're like, how are we, now we have to go to, to Vegas, Vegas for the Super yeah. Bowl at halftime. Yeah. We and totally then were. Um, the second half, it yeah. was real bad. And the 40, well, unless you're a 49ers fan, the 49ers played in like, there were so many times where like the Lions lost things nah. and, the, and the 49ers were scoring. And I was like sad for know. Eric and sad for the people around us who are Lions fans. But like, I, at the same time under my breath was like, Whoa, that was incredible. The that 49ers one, were really good. Catch, yeah, but for the most part, I think it was like Lions kind of, I don't know how, like beating themselves in that second half. Cause it, it was, you it, you can't like give the 49ers yes no. credit. Like, you can't give the 49ers credit for drop passes 
or uh, messing up on a punt that should have been down at the one yard line or coaching decisions to go for it and forth instead of kick field. You can't give the 49ers credit. You can, but you also can't say they that, didn't play but, well. like respect. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they definitely did play better, I guess, in the second half. Well, but, anyway, you know, all that to I say, that's, that's what happened. Sure. And in case you don't know anything about football or whatever. And I get this question it a lot happen. on my vlogs and I've seen it on our podcast. Um, Hi, Colleen. I, this is on my vlog. Um, I just wanted to know how Eric became a Lions fan. I'm from Michigan and typical people don't really know or care about the Lions if they're not from Michigan. Is Eric from Michigan or have any ties to Michigan? So, um, that question I'm, we got a lot. Like, yeah, why do no, you like them? No. And no, uh, it's, I don't, I don't know if it's like this for, I, I mean, I guess I'm someone who didn't grow up in like a big sports market, right? So I was born in New Jersey, moved to Connecticut when I was in the middle of third grade. Who are, uh, most, who are Connecticut people mostly fans Well, exactly. Of? So in Connecticut, we have no major sports team. We had an NHL team. We had the Hartford Whalers, but they- What sport is that? That's hockey. But the, that franchise folded when I was in- Hockey? G- yeah. Hockey. There's no hockey? No, there's nothing. Wait, there's no hockey in America? In Connecticut. Oh, but you said that the whole franchise folded. Yeah. Hockey franchise? I don't know if that franchise moved or they just don't exist anymore. Yeah. Team. Yeah. Oh, franchise to me sounds like the whole entire game. No franchise is one specific sports franchise. So one. Yeah. So, so hockey. Hartford Whalers. The one just team. Just the team. Just the franchise. Yeah. The franchise. So the franchise every is team one singular. is a franchise. No, you can franchise things and it's a franchise thing. But uh, yeah, they call it a sports franchise when it's like one specific team. I'm not, I'm saying franchises. Like I'm saying. Franchises. I would think when you say, oh, this franchise, I would think it meant like foot all of it like all of football or the football franchise the hockey would franchise one. it's singular so that would be one team someone says yeah okay sorry i don't understand but i got you it don't. now now i understand okay do you yeah that you had a hockey team now you don't but america still has hockey somewhere it sure does <laughs> <laughs> Give her a second. She's learning yeah. uh, sports. So I don't, I didn't grow up in a major <laughs> sports market because okay. uh, there was no ma- professional teams in Connecticut. We had a minor league baseball team in New Haven called the New Haven Ravens that then became that's the so New cute. Haven, New Haven Cutters. Oh, um, that's not as good. Why'd they do that? <laughs> I don't know. New Haven uh, Raven. That's so cute. It was cute. Yeah. You know, it's funny Cutters. out here in, out, in, a, out here. in a vintage store out here in California, I found a New Haven Ravens shirt <gasps> once and I was like, this is crazy because that franchise is, has not been existence. Did in you buy it? I did buy it. Yeah. It's in our closet. I don't wear it. No, but it's in our closet. Huh? It's like $5. Interesting. Um, and so, so regionally, so you could be, and, and that was a big thing for me, especially in fourth grade, how you would make friends and Bob was like, what football team do you like? You know what I mean? It was a big thing for me as a young uh, boy. Um, and when you live in a state like that, it's like a, a lot of people will like the regional teams around them, like the Jets or the Giants or the Patriots or even like the Bills, but still kids would like the Cowboys because they were really popular. Like, or I had a friend that was a Falcons fan. I had a friend that's a, a, a Washington fan. You know what I mean? It just kind of like was whichever your favorite, you could kind of pick a team, right? As, as was what I thought because I didn't live in a major sports market and my favorite player was Barry Sanders by far. He was just like the best player I'd ever seen. I don't know. He just made me love watching that sport. This player, Barry Sanders, who played for the Lions. And I'm, how old are you? I was in third grade. So this is, yeah, a long time was ago. Like, was I like nine, 10 um, years old? Yeah. And so like, it, so I would started to get excited to watch Lions games and I love watching Lions games. And I saw that my friends were like, could pick. Were they what, good back then because of him? They were good for like two seasons, kind of, at least they made the playoffs and he was like rookie of the year. You know what I mean? And it was, he was like very exciting to watch. Rookie he, of the year means like. Best new player okay. in the league. And, and he was a running back. So he it was just, he was just very. And which one is that? It's the one that the, uh, the sneak, you call him sneaky guy. The one that sneaky guy. No, that's hands the, the quarterback. Ball to. Yeah. Oh, the one he hands the ball to. Yeah. That okay, just that's runs. Great. Hence running back. Okay. Got yeah. it. Um, and so. Uh, yeah. No one else was a Lions fan in my school in Connecticut. And I, it was my favorite player and I love watching their games. And I was like, and I was like, you know, the artsy kid and wanted to be different and have my own, I figuring out my own identity. And so I was like, I will be a Lions fan. And then you, and then when the way we showed it, when we were in fourth grade is like, you would have to get like a starter jacket. Do you know what starter is? It's a company. No. And they had like starter jackets for every NFL team. It was like a big coup. If you got the starter jacket of your favorite team, I don't know. Uh, in any case, it was just kind of like a coming to my own identity kind of a thing. And then it, and it stuck and it really stuck because it, I just loved watching them every year, even after he retired and it stuck in this kind of like miserable 
underdog loyalty way, which I don't know if it's metaphoric for like how I'm as a person. I don't know. I don't know anything about, but like I was loyal to it. I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed being an underdog always like the mentality of that. And, and, and it just kind of, I couldn't walk away from it as much as many years as I wanted to like not be, cause it was kind of miserable watching their games. Like there was one season and the only season in NFL history where a team lost every single game. The lions did that. They went Oh, and 16. It's probably one of the most miserable franchises in all of sports, not only just um, football, Mm-hmm. But it just stu- it just stuck. So from Barry yeah. Sanders in that kind of formidable year of uh, like third and fourth grade, which uh, funny enough was when I was in third grade was the last time that they had made the playoffs when won, won a playoff game. And so it just kind of stuck. And so and it's and it's they've been in the playoffs like a few times, but only the first round and immediately lost uh, in the past 30 years. But I wanted to say so. Yeah, it was. Yeah, maybe it was their worst loss in history. But this season for me, I wanted to, to, to say this for you, cause you, maybe you don't really understand. I mean, you do be here. Yeah, I understand. But like in hindsight, yeah, it was a miserable loss and it was sad that they lost, but I wasn't like, I, f- I felt upset for a couple of days, but I wasn't like devastated. I was like, I was like, oh, that was like kind of fun. You know what I mean? So for, so for the first time ever, in, they had 14 wins in a season, which, I mean, not regular season, including the playoffs, but that's like insane. I got to watch them win 14 times. Yeah. And that was like super fun. They had five all pros. That's never happened to me being their fan. For, What's that mean? They made the all, like the all-star team essentially, but like better than the all-star team. It's like you're essentially the best player in your position okay. in the league. And they had five, five players selected to all pro. They had two playoff wins, not something that has ever happened that I've ever seen. It's never happened. Uh, Except for 1991. No, but that they didn't have the, there's more teams in the playoffs now. They've expanded the playoffs Mm -hmm. in recent years. So back then there wasn't like a wild card round. So like, uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, First playoff win in 32 years. I got to see that. 32 years. Mm -hmm. That's such a long time. First division title in 30 years. Such a long time. And I hadn't seen that. And first NFC championship appearance in 32 years. So I was like, all that. And it was, and it was so much fun. So like, I'm trying not to be depressed about it. And then there's like, uh, this is how I'll wrap up this conversation. There's this kind of meme sound from BoJack Horseman. Do you know what that is? That adult cartoon cartoon, on Netflix that I found like I see people using now that I was like, oh, that's kind of exactly how I feel about the season, Uh, which is, was it worth it to be happy for, for a little bit, even though it ended up sad or would it have been better if the whole thing never happened? Mm Mm-hmm. And totally it was worth it for the whole thing to end sad because I've watched for the past 32 years, I've watched it be sad and then end sad, you Mm -hmm. know? So it was really cool to, and and a a moment in a year in my life where it was nice to have this hopeful, fun uh, distraction. And it was, uh, it was beautiful to, as an outsider of the whole situation to watch like at that game, to see the Lions fans, the energy and the excitement. And it was, it was like magical almost to see them. I mean, it was devastating at the end to watch everyone look so sad. Like, yeah, but it's it. a game. Totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just and saying I'm that bumped, like, but like, but I'm saying what a cool, the, yeah. But that's what I'm, I'm just to adding to what you're saying. Like I, it was so wonderful to see like, Oh, you know, the 49ers fans, they love their team and they, they're so excited for their team. But like, it was such a, I'm sure a completely different experience for them than it was for the lions for the lions. This was like a magical, unbelievable. Well, yeah. Thing and, they've, that and they've lost, they've, I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl like four years ago, but they've lost that conference championship game. I think the last three times they've been mm-hmm. there. So for them, they finally got to go and they were losing in this, the whole first half and then came back in the second half. So I'm sure it's very exciting. I don't feel bad for them, you know? Um, but yeah, I think uh, the other really cool thing about it is that you've known that I've done that during football season. You're like, oh, here we go. Sports, sports, like every Sunday. Well, because you're just so mad. Well, no, no, I'm not like, saying anything. Yeah. I'm just not saying anything bad, but I feel like this year for the first time, you've been like, what is this? And, and I'll, and I'll, and you got me tickets to go to a game when they played in LA mm-hmm. for my birthday. And you, and it, and it, not for me and my buddies, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You got it for me and you, mm-hmm. and we went and you love, and you appreciate it. it. And yeah. you're like, this is theater and there's mm-hmm. cost and everyone's wearing a costume mm-hmm. and this, and just, it's just, and so just for my, for my, my, um, my best friend and partner to like all of a sudden, like appreciate it in a new way. 
Um, it was just really, it was just overall, like what a cool season for me and experience and like to get to have that fun with you. And I had so much fun on our little trip up there, even, even though they lost. Um, and you know, uh, yeah, I, love I think it. that's awesome. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and I, and, and, now Taylor, next season, and Taylor Swift likes, you know, goes to football games too. And I like, I wonder yeah. how, how much of that has to do with you being like, Oh, maybe this is interesting. You know what? I think I, you've made that connection a couple of times and I don't think it has honestly anything to do with that. I think we I went think to the game it, before all that was, it has to thing. Do, well, yeah, we did, but it also, it has to do with, um, just what I've learned. I've learned a lot in the last year with like <laughs> bringing it back around to therapy, but like with therapy and like, um, you know, there's just because I don't like something or think something is great or, um, think something, you know, whatever. It doesn't mean that that's true. That's just like my truth of a, of the situation, but like just learning to appreciate things that I don't, think I like or appreciate if that makes any sense, like finding the beauty and things that are, um, and my gut reaction would be like, well, that's not something I like, or that's not something that's beautiful. It was one of like the first lessons I learned, like going through like this intensive therapy stuff was going to the beach, looking for shells and there were no shells. And it, it was the ugliest day at the beach I think I've ever seen. Like it was just seaweed poo nastiness, no shells anywhere. And all there was, was seaweed bugs, dead animals and rocks. And I was like, I guess I'll look at these rocks. I'm going to try to find the beauty in these rocks. Mm-hmm. And and now rocks are my favorite thing in the world because instead of being like, wow, this sucks, there's no shells and this is stupid and ugly and left. I was like, well, where's the beauty in this ugliness? And now I, rocks are my favorite thing in the world. Mm. And so that kind of started this new perspective of like looking at things differently for me in life in general. So instead of just like shutting things off or being like, well, that's dumb or I don't like that or I don't understand that being like, well, why is that important to someone? And even if I don't share the same love or passion for it, like appreciating and understanding and respecting why someone else would like it, I think is something that's, um, it's something I'm trying to do when I can in life. And I know it's something that's important to you and that you love. So fun. And it's a fun distraction. Yeah. And, 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 now and next- life is hard and, and, and then you, and then you become loyal and you become part of something and there's, it's a, it's a community like, for me of, cause it's D- Detroit, Michigan, like from afar, but I've always felt like a part of that. You know what I mean? And, uh, community, yeah. like, because I think that's yeah, why I love that. That first game we went to is because I was like, you know, I love Taylor Swift and I love the community and the beauty of her, her message and the fans and the, and the, and the excitement, and the fandom. And just like, I just love everything about Taylor Swift and the Swifties and the, I just love it all. I love it all so much. And to go to a football game, which, you know, prior to her dating Travis Kelsey, some would say it would be the complete opposite of being a Swifty is being a football fan, you know, back then at least I went and I was like, we're all the same. Like we all are just human beings who like to be passionate and excited about something and have uh, camaraderie and fun with others and like companionship. And just like, we're all just, we're all just the same. We're all humans floating on this rock trying to like, and I don't know, there's beauty in like, like, Oh, we're all, we can find similarities in um, things that we, I don't know. Where else? I mean, at both those games, even though they were in away stadiums, there was, I mean, the Chargers game, it was like 50% Lions fans. And then 49ers, I swear to God, there was like 10, 20,000 Lions. I thought we'd be like, there'd be like a few sprinkled out. There was so many. We kind of happened to sit in a group of like next to on one side and then in front of us. And that, especially the whole first half, like I had never high-fived or hugged complete strangers. Yeah, we are besties. Over and over, like like for every good play. I mean, then I had in my entire lifetime which is like where i don't know not that that's what i i don't go to hug strangers but like you know what i mean no, like, we all just it was like natural it's like oh it's, we're all in the same team like yeah it it's just so like this, this communal like yeah we're all on this rock spinning in outer space but like i don't know it's, it, yeah, it's, it's just i think it's not yeah it's not like uh there's ooh, i like to watch people hit each other or this i don't know what it, i don't know it's, yeah. it's deeper than of course it is yeah and i i'm Anyway, I, I, I loved it and I love it and I'm excited for next season that I get to like understand it and watch it with you and like be excited with you. I've had flashes and of us in like old age. Like watching Lions Like games. watching oh. Lions games as like, as like old people <laughs> and so like on Sundays and like, and you, 
watching like uh like you fully understand i don't know if that will what's ever happen, happening and who's <laughs> who and you being like oh we need to draft a cornerback next year like i feel like that's gonna happen oh in my our god imagine 70s uh and that i'm would here be for it cool i have a whole list of things i wanted to talk about with the lions game and just football in general but like i feel like this episode's getting it. long yeah. and so maybe another episode we can talk about it more Why not? um because i had a whole list and i had other relaxed i had so many things i wanted to talk about today Save it for next week, yeah. but Man, there's just so much to say. So I, I'm going to end like we always do on a few uh, comments. Um, so keep them coming. Uh, I thought this was interesting. We won't go into detail about it, but this was the top comment on our recent episode of Relax. It says, can you guys please discuss Colleen's sense of time when she's talking about past tense? Because when Colleen says it's been such a long time or it's been forever um, or it's been many, many months, um, I feel like what she's referring to only happened like a few weeks ago or a couple months ago. I love you both. Absolutely no hate here. I just want Eric's opinion on knowing if Colleen realizes this. No, she has no sense of time. I have not even in like no minutes of time from minutes to seconds to hours to months. Yeah. It's all yeah, time to, to Colleen Ballinger. Time is a flat time circle. Is now. Time is right now. That's and it that very much aligns with like not to say you live in the moment, but yes, time is now. I do live in the moment. hundred percent. I live in the moment. Yeah. But in the moment you'll say, I'll be right out. And that's certainly not what you mean. Yeah. Cause that's the future. Okay. <laughs> so I'm living what I'm doing right now. So that's very much in line with an but, ADHD also, brain. Like I don't think about in the, the past when, or future. Oh, so would it be in the like, future when you're like, okay, we should leave by 12. Oh, and that's, I go, that's and very I go, far okay, away. Okay. And I am ready to go in, in the car by 12 and you are. Well, because I'll be ready in five minutes. Everything in my mind you takes don't mean five minutes. Five minutes. No, I do mean it, but, but I'm always wrong. I always truly just believe. believe I can do that in five minutes. Five minutes sounds like so much time. That's a lot of time. Five, 10 minutes. Oh my God. I can do so many things in five, 10 minutes. So my brain thinks it tricks me every time. And I know this logically, mm. Hey, it's going to take you longer than five minutes. And somehow I still go like, well, this, what this one I can do in five minutes. I can finish this in five minutes and I never can. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, I'm very bad at time. And to me, something that happened a few weeks ago or a month ago, that is a very, very long time ago to me. And something that's happening in, happening in a month, why would you even discuss it now? Like that is, in my mind, that is, a, is very far away. Something that's happening in a month? Oh my God, that's... To me, I feel soon and I should worry about it starting now. Oh my God, no. I I'd, should lose sleep over it tonight. That's happening in a month? That's so I would soon. be like annoyed that someone would bring something up to me that's happening in a month. I'd be yeah. like, what? Why are we talking about that? That's in a month. Like, that's crazy to me, which yeah. is, it's been, um, I'm learning a lot as a parent, obviously in the last five years, because you can't do that as a parent. And I feel like I'm better about it with my kids, obviously, than I am with myself. Like anything that has to do with me, I'm bad at that kind of stuff. But like with kids, you got to plan school years in advance mm. and like, um, classes and just activities and everything, doctors' appointments, everything. That is part of time, so I don't understand many, how we have to so do much, that. Like a years in advance. It's you crazy. Know? Yeah. It is, but so I do that, but just everything else I don't. Uh -huh. Um. So I thought that was an interesting comment. Um, that was the top comment apparently. Um, interesting. Steph said, "I love that Eric was educated on the fact that it's Tupperware and not Tupperware, oh. but he's not letting it go." And I got a lot of likes. <laughs> You do still say Tupperware. Yeah, I'm going to be stubborn about that. I just like it better. You like Tupperware better? Yeah, I'm not concerned that Mr. Tupper invented it. Like, I'm more that it's a tub, so I call it Tupperware. <laughs> and another comment is from Lavender Sun, which I love that name. I think Eric is thinking of a fruit cocktail, not a fruit salad. I'm not trying to bring up the whole fruit salad thing again. We oh, don't this is a perfect way to end. Okay. Because my loving mother also... Big fan of this podcast. Big fan. Uh, oh, I thought you meant of her. I was like, yeah, me too. Oh, and I am a big fan of her. Um, but she she interjected thinking she was being helpful and protective of of my my feelings and beliefs. She sent me sent this to both of Did us. Did you say beliefs? Beliefs. Oh, okay. She sent this to both of us. She was like, I think this is what oh no. Oh, did that one die? That one died. Oh no. She sent me this. Is it gonna how do I get make do that? Hold on. You just hold it there. There you go. She sent me that. She texted that to both me and Colleen to say, see, there's no melons in these fruit salads. Like, but I hate to tell my mom that that's a fruit cocktail. Um, and maybe not what you would think of <laughs> when you okay. think of fruit salad. It's fine. But there are no melons in them. No. Um, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I know I wasn't thinking of a fruit cocktail, but 
Yes. Yeah. That's funny that you said that because my mom yeah, had my she back. Did. By the way, if you're watching this week's episode, um, our two close up cameras just uh, decided to go to sleep. I don't know when that both happened. Of them? Yeah, both of them. I don't know when that happened. So I apologize. So, yeah, sorry if those cameras went out a long time ago. I have no idea. But anyway, thank you for watching or listening, whatever you do with this week's, I think, very long episode, perhaps. I don't know. I feel like we talked for a really long time. Um, but hopefully, y'all enjoyed podcast. our long talk about sports and whales. I learned a lot. Um, keep those wonderful, beautiful comments coming. Um, and maybe you'll get featured next week's episode. And we'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye. You can relax. That's the name of our podcast.